Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Believe in the Ivy League, episode seven here. And we're talking about games from last week that really were defining games, in my opinion. And lots of question marks for lots of teams. We're absolutely going to touch on that today. And moving forward, look, at, now we're in conference play. So every weekend is sort of a defining moment. But this was the really the week that we had questions that uh, arose that we were kind of tossing around, right? We were tossing around questions. What about this team? What about that team? And I think we got some answers. Not going to be answers a lot of you guys are going to want to hear. So let's get into what happened. And we'll go back from the last time we talked. You know, there was no games on Wednesday, no games on Thursday. So we're going back to Friday the 7th. And, you know, we had another postponement. I got to mention them. You know, I did. I, I got something. By the way, if you guys want to write me, it's at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. Uh, at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. Or you can I always write Tom Barton Sports at gmail.com as well. I can answer anything for you. Um, and I got to, you know, and email and I, I get it look saying Tom you know you're you're always talking about the post moments but I have to mention them especially when I say hey there's gonna be a big week with uh, this game and then it's postponed so you know when I mention the postponement I'm trying to do so with just an information laden conversation as opposed to mentioning it to get Debbie downer over here and to kind of get upset about everything so Yale Dartmouth was postponed last Friday. Oh, okay, we'll just say that. That, that, that. That's it. That We'll just say that. We won't mention why it was postponed. We're not going to mention it's silly to be postponed. We're not going to mention it's really good to be. No, 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 no. Just mention postponed. All right, so we had three games on Friday. Some of them were uh, kind of what we expected, right? Princeton absolutely destroyed Columbia, um, although it was interesting in that game. You know, Princeton won 84-69. Uh, you think, okay, they had full control of that game. Princeton is becoming that team that absolutely can score with anybody. Their offense is prolific. And you start to look at you know, what they do, and you got a couple of 20-point scorers in that game. Columbia is going to be the worst team in the league. As a matter of fact, Ken Palm has a, one of the top 10 worst teams in the country. Can't really argue with that. But I have to give Columbia a lot of credit here because they opened up on the road against Princeton. They opened up a 12-point lead. They were up 45-33. They scored 45 points in a half against Princeton. So is this a harbinger of things to come for Princeton? Is this a worry down the road that maybe their defense... Uh, was a little lackadaisical, or, or was this just kind of overlooking Columbia? I'm not sure. Look, they righted the ship. They put up 51 in the second half. It was a very convincing 15-point win. Uh, there's nothing you could get down about a 15-point win. But the game within the game, Columbia put up 45 and led by 12 at the half in Princeton. That is something that Columbia could kind of hang their hat on. Harvard goes down to Brown. Now, on one end, we could freak out about Harvard here. Okay, there was questions that were started to arise. Like I said, we started to ask ourselves, you know, who is this Harvard team? They haven't played. They've had problems. They are still young. 
And you can't really lose at home to Brown. And I know that Brown is sitting there with a 9-8 and eight record, and you could say that Brown is having a good year. Yeah, You can't lose this game if you want to be one of those final four teams. You know, Kirkwood did well. He had an 18-8-3 performance. Um, but you start to look at who Harvard is, and I think that they're going to be up and down. That's on one hand, and you start to get a little concerned. On the other hand, with Harvard, you have to say, look, they had a lot of cancellations. They haven't really gotten to a flow. They are one of the teams, I think the team, that got the most affected by the cancellation suspensions and and problems. So I'm not going crazy about that game. I'm not going to make a mountain out of a molehill here. But I think that that, just like the Princeton game, could be a harbinger of things to come. We could look at this game and say, that is the uh uh-oh point of the season and we can start to kind of look at it. So it's kind of depending on how Harvard bounces back this weekend, which we'll get into. And then we had a good game between Cornell and Penn on paper. It was supposed to be a good game. Penn wound up running away with this 14-point win. Cornell wants to be considered that team, that upper echelon team, and they have to knock off a team like Penn that was supposed to be there. Well, they came in, Cornell, 8-5, and five, rolling, looking really good. Penn had four wins, 11 losses. They were looking terrible. And I said last week on last week's show, this is a matchup that Penn has to like. They have to like that they're coming home. They have to like that Cornell is scoring 90, but they do it with their defense. They have to like that they know they're going to be able to run the floor. And this is kind of a reset-your-season kind of win for Penn. And that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it feels like. Um, the top scorer on Cornell... You know, I had like eight points. I mean, this is exactly what you wanted. Shut down the new hot team. The new hot team kind of put your foot down and say, you're not coming into our house and take it over. You're not that team. You're not that team yet. You're not that good. And Cornell, you know, look, there's no shame in losing to Penn in this spot. But this Penn team, I'm not sure. You know, a 4-11 and team, you go on the road and lose when you're trying to establish the fact that you're one of the Ivy League's special teams, that you're one of the four, we should take you serious. Well, this is a really devastating blow to Cornell's resume and saying we should take you serious. You know, having a, I, I, speaking to somebody that was a Cornell graduate, you know, talking about them for the last three weeks and they're going, Tom, do you really believe? I said, you know, I, I do. I, I think because I kind of want to believe. I believe in that offense. All of a sudden, this game has me questioning things. So the Princeton game went as we thought, but there are some questions coming out if you're Princeton. The Penn-Cornell game, look, uh, Penn is solving a lot of those questions, and Cornell all of a sudden were bubbling questions. And Harvard, you got some questions. I'm just not trying to overblow it. Now we go, and we look at the next night. And Brown, who, like I said, if you're Harvard, you can't be losing to this Brown team. Brown goes into... Cambridge beats Harvard and then scores 46 points against Dartmouth in a 12 point loss. They scored 46 points in a 12 point loss. You know, when we start to look at this game and we start to see, you know, who we are, are, are really paying attention to and, and, you know, what this team is, I, it, it worries me. It really does worry me. It worries me that we're starting to get ahead of ourselves with some of these teams. And Brown started to feel good. You can't score 46 in Dartmouth. I know Dartmouth is a tough home team. Can't score. Penn, same thing. Penn, your huge win against Cornell. Massive, feeling good about yourself. Here you go. Big time win. We're back. We're going to be one of the top four teams. We just took down Cornell. That upstart. Watch this. You lose to Columbia. They lost 
the next night to Columbia. And by the way, we don't give Columbia any credit because they are considered one of the worst teams. They put up 41 and a half. They are a first half scoring team suddenly. But you lose at home, Penn. I, I think maybe you are what I thought you were. And that Cornell win doesn't look too good when Cornell goes out. And they play well against Princeton. They had a 14-point halftime lead only to watch Princeton dominate the second half and get a two-point lead. Now, you can argue that Cornell was already looking ahead. They were looking ahead. Uh, instead of looking ahead to Penn, they were looking ahead to Princeton. But they, look, that's not this team. This team doesn't have that kind of success to look ahead to people. There's no excuse for Penn. Absolutely none. You cannot lose and give up 41 points and a half to Columbia. The, the, it's obviously came out flat. It's obviously we're overlooking Columbia. It's obviously wanted nothing to do with this game, but you're not good enough to do that. At four and eleven, and now five and eleven, you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. You can't sit back and tell me that that's okay. It's just not. The Sunday game between Yale and Harvard was postponed, like every other game seemingly uh, that Harvard plays. It, it, Harvard's schedule has just been a postponement on top of it, and same thing with Yale. So that was the big game of the week. Unfortunately, that got postponed. Nothing on Monday. Nothing on Tuesday, and kind of here we sit on Wednesday and Thursday with with nothing at all. Weirdly, the Ivy League won't play Friday this week, right? So it's on to Saturday, and let's now reset the stage because I do think that a lot came out of last week, and I do think that we can look at that, and a lot came out of what what are we talking about? Who are these teams, and what kind of kind of letdown spot? Now, there's not going to be any back to backs. They play Saturday and Monday until we talk again, okay? So let's have the conversation about Harvard against Columbia. Now, Harvard's coming off of a loss. Harvard got a, you know, a big-time game canceled, which was the Yale game. Again, problems with their schedule. And now you start to look at Columbia, who is at home, as are they that dangerous team? Is Columbia a team that can kind of spark a first-half run here? You know, if you're a betting man, Columbia over first half on Friday or on Saturday, I should say, makes a lot of sense. Harvard's probably going to be dragging a little bit. We've watched this with this Harvard team. When you get cancellations, you don't play that much. Harvard can't find that symmetry. They can't find, you know, uh, that just that method of of this is how we're going to win. This is where that guy's going to be. I anticipate. No, they can't find that. I don't think that they can lose to Columbia here. You know, you just can't. You can't go out and lose to Columbia, even on the road. But I think Columbia can play well. And I think that this Columbia Lions team that I've been dogging on all year long has shown me something in the last two games. That They've shown me that they could come out and fight. They've shown me that they can start a game for sure, fired up, and maybe there's some growth there. I worry about Harvard. I worry about Harvard on Saturday. If you drop this to Columbia, yeah, the excuses are still there. Well, we had a game canceled. We haven't played a lot. The excuses are there, but your record just keeps going the other way. They're eight and five. That's a fine record right now. You go to eight and six, you lose to Columbia. All of a sudden, you're trending in the wrong direction. I think that this is a dangerous, dangerous game for Harvard. Penn Dartmouth. Well, here we go. You know, Dartmouth's a good defensive team. Penn, I don't know who you are. I would love to say, Penn, you got up for Cornell and then you kind of just let yourself down. I would love to sit back and tell you that that that's the series uh, that of events here in Penn. But at five and eleven. You don't have that luxury of letting me think that. You don't have that luxury of going out and performing like that. Dartmouth's only 4-9. They're not, not much better than you. But if you go out there and you lose to a Dartmouth, I, I, might, I might just bury Penn. 
even after their great week, their great win, I still might just bury Penn. They, they are that team that I am now sitting back and I'm concerned with. I'm concerned with after I was all hyped up about them and going, okay, then maybe they're back on there on track. This is going to be a good test on Saturday. Princeton takes on Brown. Look, Princeton's the best team in the conference. I think that they are kind of showing that time and time again. 12-3 and three now. Brown, Brown, good team. You know, they are 9-9. Nine and nine. They just went on the road in Cambridge and beat Harvard. But I think Princeton's a different animal this year. I mean, it pains me to say, but Princeton looks like the elite team in this conference. Princeton shouldn't have a problem with Brown. But suddenly, you know, we say that. But again, Princeton had a problem in the first half. But suddenly we look at Brown and we go, all right, at 9-9, nine and nine, can you get yourself in this conversation with 10 wins? If you go out there and you beat Princeton, are you the team that we're talking about because Cornell is seeming to, to fall off and Penn doesn't look too good and Harvard doesn't look too good and Yale is still under 500? Is Brown the team that we start to say, hmm, you know what? We're not paying enough attention to them. Speaking of Yale, look, they've only played 14 games. They are 6-8 and eight on the year. I expect bigger things from Yale, but another cancellation here. They take on Cornell, who's got to be angry. Cornell is 0-2. Their scoring is dried up suddenly. Now they have to go on the road and take on Yale. This is Cornell's season. You've got to turn it around here. You can't go into a losing streak. I know it's Yale. you got to step up for some big games. You failed at Penn. You failed the next night. You got to be able to get give us something here. Cornell, I want to believe in you. I want to believe you're one of these elite teams. And losing at Yale, I get it. You guys could sit back and say, well, there's no shame in you losing at Yale. That, that, that's fine. That's fine. But you know what? If you're Cornell, you got to do better than that. You've got to kind of come out of here with a win. Make us believe again. And if you're Yale, look, you're six and eight. You just had a rough schedule. Going out there and beat a quality team in Cornell, and that, that's what they are. All of a sudden, you just kind of reset the, the deck and say, okay, we, we're, we're that team. Because finding the four teams, look, Princeton's in. Finding that, that the four teams, I, I, I can't find them right now. Right? I can't. Cornell looked like the, the team. I, I don't believe that. Yale? Is it Brown? Is it still Harvard? There's a lot of questions to be answered. Harvard then on Monday, they go out and they take on Dartmouth. And, you know, again, Dartmouth's a tough team. They're a tough home team even though their record's only four and nine. Game Harvard must win. Harvard is in a spot where really, no matter how you break it down, they've got to go 2-0 this weekend. Got to beat Dartmouth. Got to beat Columbia. I know they're on the road. I know you can have conversations about their tough teams. I know that there's spots where they can be tough. You've got to go out there and go 2-0. Reestablish yourself as a 10-win team. Reestablish yourself as a competitor in this conference. If you go 1-1, one and one, doesn't look so good. You go 0-2, your season might as well be over. So Harvard, massive weekend for them. This is a show-me kind of weekend for Harvard. Brown takes on Yale in Brown. Like I said, Brown, you want to be a player? You got it in front of you this weekend. If you want to convince me that at 9-9, nine and nine, you're going to take on Yale and Princeton. Look, unlike Harvard, Brown doesn't have to go 2-0 here. You get out of Yale and Princeton 1-1, one and one, I'm starting to believe that Brown could be in postseason play. You somehow go 2-0, and oh, I'm absolutely believing it. I might proclaim you the second-best team in this conference. You go 0-2, oh it's not devastating to your resume, but I think a lot of people like me are going to go, okay, same old Brown. Cornell takes on Columbia. This is the get-right. 
Look, Cornell doesn't look feel good. They are, are still reeling from last weekend. This is the get-right kind of game, the get-right opponent. This is the get-right situation. They are at home against Columbia. They should absolutely humiliate Columbia in this game. But, like I said, Columbia's scoring early on does seem to worry me a little bit, and it has worried me a little bit. Uh, if I'm a betting man, the over in the first half makes a lot of sense in Columbia and Cornell. And then finally, Princeton Penn. You know, I, I I would love to say that Penn could kind of start, spark something here, pull themselves on the bootstraps and kind of just go all in and say, you know what? Look, uh, it was a it was a hiccup game. Uh, the emotions got away with us. Let's see if they can pick it up for Princeton. Princeton just looks like the dominating team right now. It doesn't look like anybody can stop Princeton. It's finding those other teams. It's finding those other games. Look, there's a lot, a lot of games to play. And I'm not saying that these are, you know, crucially vital games as far as the record goes. But I think as far as the mindset goes, you know, it starts to become pretty vital. You know, it starts to get there. There's 14, 15 games, there are about 14 games left for these guys. In a lot of cases, you start to look at the standings and, and you're saying, okay, who, who is that team? We have to start finding that team. So in order to start finding that team, well, you really got to start elevating your play. And elevating your play in conference, start winning those tough games, and start getting the Ws behind you for a mental capacity more than anything else. It's Princeton and everybody else. That's what this league is becoming. Can Brown sneak in? We'll know next week. Can Harvard reestablish themselves? We'll know next week. Is Yale still a threat? We'll know that next week. And can Cornell bounce back? I mean, that is the contenders right now. And even Columbia, those first half overs, uh, scoring 41 and 45, impressive even in that respect. So a lot of good coming out, but a lot more questions to be answered. We're going to find out more this weekend. Enjoy, everybody. I'm Tom Barton for Believe in the Ivy League. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.